Blog Talk Radio. Is he a blood? Is he a crip? Is he that? Is he this? Did he do it? You know. Look, if I shoot you, I'm brainless. Different toilet, same shit. And I'm sick of explaining this. I'm waiting on the raining. My nigga is a plaintiff. Yeah, I know what you're thinking. Fucked up, ain't it? I should have known better, and I plan to. But dog, they be taking me out of my zone like a nigga with a handle. I sat back and watched it. Put the gas back in the closet. I try to tie my hands like an Iraqi hostage. That niggas take shots at me. No response. I just flipped and pop my collar like the bonds. You give a nigga a footy, take you one step beyond. Could try to play you twice, the third time is the charm. You want to conversate with the writer of the Quran? Or old testament, don't test the men. I know what y'all thinking, dick. Pause. Your future's my past. I've been here before. I know when you're scheming. I feel when you plot. And I got mental vision, intuition. I know where you're going. I read your mind's navigational system. Everybody whispering. Whispering. Streets is talking. Niggas is gossiping. Bitches calling your shit. What's the cause of it? I need to know. With a bodyguard, that means police is watching. And I only use his weight to keep my clock in. But when shit goes down, you know who's doing the popping. And if you don't know, guess who's doing the dropping? S dot again. Y'all got him in a bad mood. Bad mood. That's bad news. How many times have I got to prove? How many loved ones have you got to lose? Before you realize that it's probably true. Whatever Jigger say, Jigger probably do. Shit, I paid my dues. I made the news. I came in the door for Dolo Blaze the crew. And the streets say Jigger can't go back home. You know when I heard that? When I was back home, I'm comfortable, dog. It's the streets of talk, a sports talk show with a twist of hip hop. We in the building, baby. May 18th, 2020. It's Mayhem Monday in the street. You already know. I'm here with the Dream Team, my co-host, BB Styles, the God, t Row, and ICE, in case of emergency. What's the deal, GB? Mayhem Monday. Looking forward to a Mayhem great show today. Monday. Oh, man. Great show today. Oh, man. Before, it's a lot going on in the streets, of course. The last dance, but... We have something going on right now that we just want to talk about that's kind of on our mind. Uh, Kevin Garnett played most of his career with Minnesota Timberwolves. And the Minnesota Timberwolves want to retire his number. But Kevin Garnett says he doesn't forgive the team owner Glenn Taylor after a, uh, like after a bad split DB in 2016 uh, when he came back. Uh, you know, this is a quote from Kevin Garnett. He said, Glenn knows where I'm at. I'm not intern, intern, uh, entertaining it. First of all, it's not genuine. Two, he's getting pressure from a lot of fans. And I guess the community there uh, from the athletic. 
Glenn and I had an understanding before former team president Flip Sanders. If anybody doesn't know, he was uh, Kevin Garnett, one of his coaches. Uh, when he died, and when Flip died, that understanding went with Flip. For that, I won't forgive Glenn. I won't forgive him for that. I thought he was a straight-up person, straight-up businessman. And when Flip died, everything went with him. So I'm just asking you, DB, as a, you know, you're ahead of an of a, of a, of a organization, so to speak. You have an organization. So I'm just asking you, um... If you're Kevin Garnett, I'm going to ask you two questions. If you're Kevin Garnett, do you recant that and, and like and embrace the honor from the fan standpoint? Or are you Glenn Taylor after, after Kevin Garnett dismisses that he doesn't want his number tied? Do you still go on with it or do you take it off the table? Uh, let me first start off by saying, man, I appreciate you, L Boogie. Appreciate Styles the God. We had everybody in the building Friday. It was oh, a real man. frenzy, Epic man. Epic moment, man. <laughs> I just wanted to say I got to get it on recording that I thought it was phenomenal. We had a <laughs> great time before, during, and after the show. Special guest, B West. A lot of fellas came through to support. We appreciate that. No now, question. To Kevin Street. Garnett. I I think uh, Kevin Garnett, uh, you know, I don't want to – that's my guy. So I don't want to rub, you know, call it the wrong way or I seem insensitive about what he's going through or his feelings about what happened. Uh, if him and Flip and, and, and Glenn Taylor had some – concrete that they were supposed to honor, even though Flip Saunders had passed and, and Glenn reneged, that, 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 that makes it somewhat personal. So, I, you know, with knowing that, it's kind of hard for me to really elaborate on that, man, because that's tough when, 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 when you take, the, take, take it out of the uh, – uh, when, you, when you take away what you had promised or what your understanding was when the guy died. That that's a tough one, but uh, should Kevin Garnett recant because of the fan pressure and, and and all that? At some point, man, it's not. It's got to be not about you. You know, what about the good things? Kevin Garnett coming out of high school, getting hundred million dollar contract. You know, I don't know if you know this, boo. They is still paying Car- Kevin Garnett five million dollars a year until twenty twenty two. But you Ooh. got some kind of yeah. I mean, right now five million a year. He ain't even rocking anyway. So, but you feel some kind of way about Glenn Taylor. I'm, like he said, I'm a coordinator. I'm an owner of a team. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to the Collarwood Cobras. But everything ain't peaches and cream on my end. I get complaints from parents. I get complaints from City Hall. I mean, I, you know, it come with the job. You can't please everybody. So, so, so Kevin Garnett, uh, recant. Should he think about uh, 
ironing that uh, uh, his, his 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 jersey. He 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 earned it. He worked for it. I think he should. But like like you said in your piece, like I'm saying in man, it comes a little personal when the owner does not fulfill the I guess it was a verbal agreement that the honorable rest in peace left Saunders had in place. You can't do that. So so cause okay D feeling a certain kind of way. You know, what's what's really got me up what what, what the, the the question is is why is it no problem? I don't, I don't, I don't hear the backdraft. The Celtics trying to re, go and retire his jersey, number five jersey. I think they was going to retire this year before the thing happened, if I'm mistaken. Yes, they were. Even they retired. Yeah, yeah. So I don't see no, uh, no disgruntled stuff on that side. I don't see uh, Kevin Garnett not want to be a, a part of that one. But what I do know is Ray Allen. Ray Allen said he ain't going to attend the retirement uh, jersey ceremony for the Boston Celtics because of some little riff that him and KG got. For my understanding, doing a little research on it, KG get upset with Ray Allen because he passed on a two-year, $12 million deal in the latter part of their of, of career. So Garnett get mad at Real for passing on the deal. So he got he feeling some kind of what about that man Brett. So uh, it's funny how Boston gonna retire it. They gonna retire number five, not even twenty one. They gonna retire number five jersey, but he won't accept the twenty one down in Minnesota. Part B of your question: Should the owner take it off the table? Of course he should. I ain't going to kiss your anus <laughs> to, 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 to build on your legacy. It's your thing, bro. All I can do is extend the courtesy. If you think every marriage, every ownership player is 100% hunky go derby, you're sadly mistaken. There's bumps in the road, KG. Get over it. Another sport millionaire. That's my take, and I'm sticking to it. <laughs> Styles the God. Styles there? STG in the building. Man, but I tell you like this. If I'm KG, I'm with him. Don't put my jersey number in the in the rafters when you, G Money Glenn, when Flip died, I died. It's like the movie, The Good, The Godfather. What happened to uh, calling out? What happened to his brother when the mama died? What he do? He killed oh, the brother. He killed the. Oh, he drowned. He killed him. the brother. So Alfredo. I think Glenn, I think Glenn, <laughs> I think Glenn was saying, "Hey man, all this was predicated on Flip and Kevin McHale. Those guys aren't here anymore. Let Flip rest in peace." But Glenn, guess what Glenn did? Glenn flipped on him. When Flip died, he flipped. 
When he died, he slipped. So, but, however, uh, I can understand why Kevin didn't want, is not going to be at the ceremony with Ray Allen. See, see, KG's so old school. It's unreal. Ray Allen turned down that deal from Boston and then went to go sign a deal with the enemy and LeBron James and the Miami Heat. And it's crazy that somehow these great players, they hold grudges like Mike did with Detroit and Isaiah Thomas. That seems as though what Kevin Garnett is doing with Ray Allen and the Minnesota Timberwolves. And like you said, listen, KG, you still you still on the books. You still hey, that five that five million is just kicking money. That can pay your, your mansion. That can pay your mansion money for a minute. You know what I mean? What are you so, doing? What are you doing? So I'm just wondering what KG uh, needs to go back during this quarantine time and maybe recant that because it's not for Glenn Taylor. I think it's for the fans. You should be doing this for the fans inside of Minnesota's uh, arena. I just think he should still do it, DB. I really do. Now you, uh, now just you for know. The fans. Right, right. Now you know the reason, the initial reason why Glenn Taylor and uh, Kevin Garnett had a little rip. From my understanding, yeah. it was, uh, it was, uh, Glenn Taylor accused Kevin Garnett of tanking. Wow. Of tanking. That's why. That's why your man went nuts. Wow. I just thought I wanted to I just want I just wanted thought I would put that out there on the record. Wow. That's deep. That's really deep. Man, yeah. oh, man. Okay. So, so, KG ain't, so, you know, KG ain't on that. KG ain't on it. I tell you that. Ain't and, on it. and when KG holds a grudge, boy, I tell you, he holds a grudge. <laughs> it's the streets. Monday through, five, Monday through Friday, 12 p.m. Eastern time. And don't forget, tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a whole lot of friends. When we come back, you already know, the finale, the last dance. What did you get out of it? And like I said, is Michael Jordan the goat of all goats? Or is it still some air in there? You get it? Some air. Some air in there for King James. It's the street. I bought a trip, I ain't poppin' no pill, but you do as you wish I roll with some fiends, I love them to death I got a few mil, but not all of them rich What good is the bread if my n***s is broke? What good is first class if my n***s can't sit? That's my next mission, that's why I can't quit Just like LeBron, get my n***s more chips Just put the rollie right back on my wrist This watch came from Drizzy, he gave me a gift Back when the rap game was praying like this To act like two legends cannot coexist But I never be for the for nothing If I smoke a rapper, it's gon' be legit It won't be for clout, it won't be for fame It won't be cause my s*** ain't selling the same 
It won't be to sell you my latest little sneakers. It won't be because some slid in my lane. Everything grows, the death and the change. I love you, little n****s. I'm glad that you came. I hope that you scrape every dollar you came. I hope you know money won't erase the pain. To the OGs, I'm thanking you now. I was watching you when you was paving the ground. I copied your cadence. I mirrored your style. I studied the greats. I'm the greatest right now. You feel me? You ain't got a choice. I ain't do no promo. Still made all that noise. This year gonna be different. I set my intentions. I promise to slap all that hate out your voice. Count me out, I'm counting my bullets, I'm loading my clips, I'm writing no names, I'm making a list, I'm checking it twice and I'm getting them hit. The real ones been dying, the fake ones is lit, the game is off balance, I'm back on my sh- The Bentley is dirty, my sneakers is dirty, but that's how I like it, you all on my dick. I just poured something in my cup. I've been wanting something I can feel. Promise I am never letting up. Money. Generations. I'm little bro and big bro all at once Just left the lab with young 21 Savage I'm about to go on me, jigger for lunch Had a long talk with the young Kodak Reminded me of young from Phil. Straight out the project, no faking, just honest I wish that he had more guidance for real Too many the cycle of jail Spending their birthdays inside of a cell We coming from a long bloodline of trauma We raised by our mamas, Lord, we gotta heal We hurting our sisters, the babies as well We killing our brothers, they poison the well Distorted self-image, we settled the fail I'ma make sure that the real gon' prevail I just poured something in my cup I've been wanting something I can feel Promise I am never letting up Money in your phone will make you rich Put it on a neck, I got them stuck I'ma give them something they can feel If it ain't about to swat, don't give a f- Pistol in your hand will make you real It's the streets is talking sports talk show with a twist of hip hop. And as we as you already know and as you always know, it's Mayhem Monday. And just talking about Kevin Garnett and his refusal to accept the invitation of his jersey being retired uh in Minnesota. It's the streets. Shout out to Heaven O, man. Heaven O. Gomez. I see you, baby, down in ATL. Shout out to our man, our always, all-time listener, our man, Har. He out there in Colorado. with the deal? And DB, we watched episodes 9 and 10 last night, uh, the finale. Um, and I'm just going to, you know, ask you, uh, what, did, what was your take? Not from the overall, just all 10, but what was your take from episodes uh, 9 and 10? Uh, I can't say they hit it right on the head like I thought they would have, but they did bring up some things that I forgot that I'm glad that they uh, re- rekindled my flame. Street. Uh, uh the missed two free throws to go up three with three seconds left by Scotty Pittman 
that he missed, but he wants to be one of the main guys, and he still is, but he wants to, you know, he he wanted all this glamour and wanted all this fame, but when it really came down to it, you wasn't really producing when needed. He was consistent in a, in a, in a sense, but when it come down to them much-needed buckets, much-needed free throws, like Mike was doing, you want to be like Mike, you got to be able to come through. I give Scotty a lot of credit for playing with that bad back. One thing about me, I know about a bad back. That lower <laughs> back give out, man, that's like your, you can't even get out the bed, let alone walking and running and jumping and shooting ball. Then you crazy. Give him a lot of credit for that. George said, "You, I just need you to be a decoy. And that he was. But, I, I, you know, man, I appreciated uh, 9 and 10. Man, for the most part, I appreciate the whole series, man. You know, in this pandemic we in, not having nothing to watch. You know, just to have something to talk about. I really enjoyed the last dance. You know, I, I, I just, you, you know, what I really have a problem with is next Sunday at 9 o'clock, what would I be doing? Am I going to watch Lance Armstrong? Do I want to watch Lance Armstrong? <laughs> they got Lance coming on. Then they got uh, they got two most documentary series they're doing week after week. I had them all. I should have written them down, but. Will I be participating? Oh, oh, Sammy Sosa, Mark Aguirre. You know, they got some documentaries coming up. I will watch Bruce Lee. The (laughs) Bruce Lee. That's going to be the only one I watch. (laughs) It's hard. It's going to be hard to replace that last dance, man. You know, I'm just, you know, next Sunday, I I, got to tune in. No, I think Bruce the second one. But uh, back, back back to the last dance real quick. Yeah, if I can get your take on the boot. I I I I appreciate it, man. I, I know Mike rubbed a few people the wrong way and Scotty might have been uh 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 portrayed in a, a way that he don't think satisfying. But it was very I, I wanna say in a sense educational because I'm sure the younger cats or even myself learned something from it, took something positive from it. So shout out to MJ and, and, and the Bulls and the squad for, for showing this shout out for the having the smart, having the IQ to document it back in the early 90s and to bring it to the forefront in 2020. Great job. Yeah, I, I want to say uh, to piggyback about the, the Pippen situation. Uh, and everybody wants to crucify me Friday about my take on Scotty Pippen. But as you said, he missed a couple free throws, but he gutted it out. Is that just a parallel of Scotty Pippen's career as we know it? He does some things that make you say, oh, man, what's up with Pip, man? Is he is he ill or... Is it that, man, he was that say he did anything for Mike, toughed it out and everything. You know, but my take from episode 9 and 10 was the uh, isolation that they did on Steve Kerr and his background with his dad. 
and during that si- and during that and during that situation in 1984 when we were going uh, back and forth to Beirut when the crisis was going on and um, his father being uh, you know execute being killed execution style, so that really uh, touched me. I forgot about that. And the irony that Michael's father was was executed as well, and they never really discussed that. Maybe it was just something between them that they didn't, you know, discuss. And uh, it brings it full circle with everybody's questioning Michael Jordan's leadership style and how he used to be on Steve and, you know, dogging this, that, and that. And Steve turned around and sent them to game one of the – NBA Finals in 1998 changed the whole game with his, with the three. They were down three on the possession. They got a jump ball after Steve Kerr hit that three. It was the momentum. Old ball went over to the Chicago Bulls, and it was all she wrote. Uh, you know, and just how that last 42 seconds. And see, this is for me that stands out. Uh, from Michael Jordan and LeBron James, just to me, you, you know, you heard Doug Collins, Tatum, saying, you know, during the timeout, they need to go two for one. Uh, everybody knew Michael Jordan was getting the ball, and everybody knew that he was going to take the shot. And he just forced his will and made a layup, not a jump shot. A layup. Then he comes down, and with the neural thought to uh, Carl Malone from the weak side didn't see Mike come and take that steal. And then not only did he take the steal, just the knowledge him and Phil, the you know the connections that they have to not call a timeout so they can set their D up, and Mike takes the last shot. It was just when you when you talk about greatness and you and how you want to go out, I just think Mike fit the bill. Like he just went out the way Mike Mike Air Jordan should have went out. Perfect form, laying in the same spot, two your your middle finger in the rim. You know what I mean? And yeah. that was just ironic yeah. how that happened, and us knowing. Finally, it wasn't the flu game, but the food game, the food poisoning game. So, uh, and that was just how he just forced his will. And and, and let me ask you this. Let me ask you this before we go to break, when we come back. (laughs) Did they sign Randy for the last three years of of the Bulls? Randy Brown made the team. Did they just sign Randy Brown just to say, what time is it? Game time. <laughs> did, they just, did they just sign Randy Brown just to do that? And you notice every championship that they won, Randy Brown is right there hugging Mike. It's like, Randy, what's going on? We know you're you know, a native of Chicago, but, man. You, you talking about I mean, Ronnie Brown? A style calling Ronnie Brown? <laughs> Or, or you talk as I call him. Your middle name is so what? That's that's what you're talking about. They <laughs> yes, I got am. Him on, they got him on there just to 
uh, make sure Jordan got his shoes cleaned and make sure he jump on his back when it's over with. And, you know, hey, I, I, I thought I thought something else that stood out in, in the show yesterday, man. Now, this was right here, man. And, 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 and what we're trying to do, y'all, on the show now is we're trying to clean it up a little bit. You know what I'm saying? We got some. We got some. We got some uh, uh, phenomenal listeners, man. Some very influential guys and, and women that listen to the show. So we're trying to clean it up a little bit. But on this one right here, I'm gonna do a quote. This ain't me talking now. This is a quote. Did you hear Mike? What Michael Jordan said to Larry Bird? Woo! His quote. Larry was coming to congratulate him, and, and, and they had just beat Indiana. And, and 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 jokingly, Mike Jordan called Larry Bird a bitch. And I quote, "Bitch, fuck you." <laughs> that was Larry Bird telling Michael Jordan that, right? No, no, no. That was Jordan telling calling telling Larry Bird that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I mean, playing though, man. I, 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 I couldn't. Woo. And another thing I took from it too, boo. I don't want to run over, run over the commercial. That Jordan really surrounded himself by that New York, by that Chicago cop guns. You hang around older people, you do older things. You ain't getting yourself caught up in what the young. You know what I'm saying? Just being able to hang around that guy. How he supported him once he got cancer, he in the room, he calling the wife. He's talking about Mike Jordan. It's like I got I gotta mention it because that lets you know how Mike is as a genuine person off the court as well. We see how he was on that court. But to be able to take that time out, still support that guy, phenomenal. Phenomenal. What about what Steve Kirsch, and I'm glad you brought that up, man. Oh, man. Shout out to Steve Kirsch, dad, for getting killed in Beirut. That's knowledge, man. We appreciate that one, Boogie. But how about the Steve Kirsch speech with he, with, with, at the parade, how he had everybody rolling? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, he, they drew it up for Steve. <laughs> he said, he said, he, he said he, what did he say? I had to. I, I got to bail Jordan out again. <laughs> right. <laughs> I got to bail him out story. again. As he said, he said, that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. <laughs> Those were <laughs> cursed cigarettes. <laughs> Those were cursed cigarettes. And, 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 and let's not leave. This no, no. This is my last one, man. I got a whole bunch of. We got to cut the commercial. But this was the best one. When Dennis Rodman took off for the wrestling. <laughs> oh, we were going to and talk about that when we come back. Hold that thought, DB. Hold okay, that thought, right, DB. When we come back, more from the last dance, Dennis Rodman with the New World Order. Oh, <laughs> I tell you what, man. Dennis may be the GOAT. <laughs> the GOAT. When we, the GOAT. When we come back. We're going to talk about Dennis Rodman and his, once again, AWOL escapade. More on the last dance. Hey, man, Mike hanging around them OGs, man. Triple OG. You already you know. Me?
Man, give us a call, 515-605-9370. And as always, tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a whole lot of friends. The street! People still taking rapping for a joke, a passing hope or a phase with a rope. Sometimes I choke and try to believe when I get challenged by a million and them. We're all in this together. My album was raw because no one would ever think like I think and do what I do. I sold the show and then I leave without a clue. What do you think makes up a KRS? Concisive teaching or very clear speaking? Ridiculous bass, aggravating treble, rebel, renegade, must stay paid. Not by financial aid, but a rate of hits causing me to take long trips. I'm the original teacher of this type of style. Rocking off beat with a smile or a smirk or a chuckle. Yes, some are not up to BDT posse, so I love to step in the jam and slam. I'm not Superman because anybody can or should be able to rock off turntables. Grab the mic, plug it in, and begin. But here's where the problem starts. No heart. Because of that, a lot of groups fell apart. Rap is still an art, and no one's from the old school. Cause rap is still a brand new tool. I say no one's from the old school. Cause rap on a whole isn't even 20 years old. 50 years down the line, you can start this. Cause we'll be the old school artists. And even in that time, I'll say a rhyme. A brand new style, ruthless and wild. Running around, spending money, having fun. Cause even then, I'm still number one. One, one, one. KRS-One, of course, comes to express with style the lost ways of rhyming, old and new, past and present, knock, knock, who is it? A brand new style, up, oh, time to change, people talk about me when they see me on stage, live in action, guaranteed roar, I hang with the rich and I work for the poor, now tomorrow you can say you saw, KRS-One, stomping once more, I play by ear, I love to steer, the from here to there, I grab the beer, but not in the ride, cause I'm not stupid, I don't drink and drive, I'm not a beginner, amateur or local, my album is selling because of my vocals, you know what you need to learn, old school artists don't always burn, you're just another rapper who's had his turn, now it's my turn, and I am concerned about idiots posing as kings, what do we hear to rule, I thought we posed to sing, and if we ought to sing, then let us begin to teach, Many of you are educated, open your mouth to speak. KRS-One, it's something like a total renegade. Except I don't steal, I rhyme to get paid. Airplanes flying, overseas people dying. Politicians lying, I'm trying not to escape. But hit the problem head on by bringing out the truth in a song. So BDP, short for Boogie Down Productions, made a little noise because the crew was saying something. People have the nerve to take me for a gangster, an ignorant one. Something closer to a prankster, doing petty crimes, going straight to penitentiary. But in the scale of crime, that's really elementary. This beat is now compelling me to explain in silence why my last gym was so violent. It's simple. BDP will teach reality. And I'm beating around a foot straight up, just like the P is free. So now you know, a poet's job is never done. But I'm never overworked, because I'm still number one. One, 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 one. Kumo D, he's down with us. Eric B and Rock Kim, they're down with us.
The streets is talking sports talk show with a twist of hip hop. We on daily, Monday through Friday, 12 p.m. Eastern Time. 515-605-9370 to give us a call. We're also on the podcast, blogtalkradio.com backslash streets talking. And as always, I have my dream team, DB, STG, Styles the Guy, ICE, in case of emergency, and T-Row. We in the building, baby. And when we left, we were talking about the last dance and some of the big things that came out of episodes 9 and 10. And uh, one of the stood out also was, once again, that guy Dennis Rodman, man. What a player in the NBA, Hall of Famer, and just a character. He might be the number one character in the NBA. And if, and if you notice, he's the only one I think that Phil or Chuck Daly can handle. Can handle him. So let me ask you this, DB. Let me ask you this, man. We got into the topic of uh, – Game uh, game management. I remember a long time ago. I think it was May. I think it was May 11th or something like that. We were talking about days that happened in 2002, and Alan Iverson said, "Practice." We're talking about practice. Practice. I wonder did he get that from Dennis Rodman? Because on their <laughs> day off, DV Dennis goes to a pay per view wrestling match with the great. Hulk Hogan and joins up with the NEO. If people don't know, I used to watch that. New World Order. WWE, baby. And he got with Hulk Hogan. Let me tell you something, brother. (laughs) (laughs) So, DB, let me ask you this, man. With the Rodman situation, what what was your take on that, man? Man, we talking about practice, man. Practice? <laughs> man, not the game I love. Man, we talking about practice, man. If I get a chance, and, and, and you, and let me let me get my best friend together. It wasn't NEO. It was NWO. The my, New I'm World sorry. Order. The New World Order. Yes. If you got a chance. To hang around the NWO, the part of the NWO with Hulk Hogan sitting at VIP with all them beautiful women. We talking about practice. I'm going with the latter. I'm with D Rod. Wrestling was a big deal, man. Hulk Hogan and was the guys was. Them guys was big deals back then, man. I would have loved to have did that. Let me let 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 me say something to you more on the on a serious note about Dennis Rodman. Dennis Rodman turns out he has an illness. You you know you know what his illness is, Boogie. What is it, DB? Alcoholism. Understand, that is something serious, brother. The man is suffering from alcoholism. 
The man like to drink, man. Like to have a good time. He has to have wind down. That is his self. That's what keeps him balanced. And only certain people can deal with people like that. Chuck Daly, Phil Jackson. You see what I'm saying? I think he had to stand over there with uh with uh my man from San Antonio, uh Popovich. Didn't he play over there for a minute? Yes, and after one year, Pop got it. Pop goes to Weasel. He got <laughs> out of there. Pop got him out of there. But that's Pop my got point, him man. Pop goes to Weasel. Yeah, yeah. You know, you got to think about it like this, man. Dennis Rodman had signed contracts up in the $27, $30 million range when he, you know, by the time it was over with. Man, Dennis Rodman worth, man, Dennis Rodman is worth 500 grand as we sit here today. He is suffering, he is suffering from alcoholism. I'm telling you, man. I'm telling you. But, uh, I, uh, I, uh, I'll, 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 I'll give my baby toe. <laughs> to be able to <laughs> kick it with NWO, kick it with NWO, man, and, and, and was on a pay per view event, man. And at that time, he wasn't doing them, but building his credit up, building his brand up. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Dennis Rodman was hot back then. Keep it 100. He had Carmen Electra. Yeah, yeah, but that's my take on it, bro. Hey, we Dennis Rodman needs to write a book on how to build your brand. Because he built it like no other before social media came out. And just the scrutiny and how they were perceived and how he had to run out the locker room and things like that. Imagine this band, this this what we call a basketball team, a band, going around just, you know, going around these cities with the Internet, with so with, with with Instagram, uh, Snapchat, Facebook, Twitter, all these things going on, and nobody knowing nothing, nothing until last second. Don't you know they would have went Instagram, Facebook Live if they would have saw Dennis Rodman at at <laughs> at WrestleMania, man? It was it was crazy. It was crazy. It was crazy. But yeah, I I I just say, man, I just gotta give kudos to, to to Phil Jackson for managing those teams, you know. And people can say, oh, many have Michael Jordan, Scottie Pippen, Dennis Rodman, but to hone the talent and the coach it, we gotta give a lot of credit to Phil, man. A lot of credit to Phil. A lot of credit to right. Phil. So you know. Big up to 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 feel. Uh, I just got a kite flowing to me too, man. Um, somebody said Kevin Garnett needs to grow up. They say KG need to grow up, but I think it's deeper than that because. Say that again, DB. You know, I said in my take, spoiled millionaire. I didn't mean to interrupt you though. Oh yeah, yeah, spoiled millionaire. But it gotta be some more to it because is is. KG being too street with this situation? Should he be business? 
and say, hey, man, let me just take it and roll with it. I appreciate the jest. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, yeah, we'll definitely see. We'll see how it play out. Grow up, though, man. Grow up. <laughs> it's what the, what, hey, you know, what, what the kids going to do? <laughs> <laughs> right. That's like a kid going back to his old high school. And he got right. his, they were going to retire his number. And because you cut me my freshman year, I don't want my number retired. Right. Be a role model. You, what, the, what the kids want? What the baby's going to do? Look at me. Come on, man. Man. Big ticket. You need a ticket. You're in violation of just being a good Samaritan for them to retire your church. It's the street. 515-605-9370. You can also listen to us on the podcast, blogtalkradio.com backslash streets is talking. When we come back, we're going to get some callers in, man. It's the street. Tell a friend to tell a friend. To tell a whole lot of friends. I don't follow it because I push the tops. I run it like Nike, we got it on lock. Okay, money, drink, drink, and I just put the billy poop back in the heart and kind. I put this bitch in the front of the billy in front of the driver. And man, this shit that is weed, he can't smoke in the road. Right, wow, wow. I'm still double cut, double drinking, I shoot off the tires. Huh? I'm in a coupe by myself. I had to kick her though when I was five. Keep the old ones on the shelf. Oh, this is round in the fire. I'm sick and tired of these young niggas act like they fine and telling this lies. Acting like they the one created this and they get all this drip my guy. Yeah, cut in your ass, cut in your coke, cut in your ass to watch. Cut in your love, cut in your ass to Cut in your spec bubble low on the side. Pussy cut diamonds, they cut in your ass. Cut in your back with a cut in your thigh. Got Wrangler cool with two hundreds of dead. Cut in your jeans, ain't no way I can say. Ain't no way I'm ever gonna go out. Man, I can't go out, no way I'm gonna go out. I just rip on her ass and I show out. I sit like a chap and I wait on her whole lot. I just whip up a new Chanel paddock. I whip it up rich and I don't break the door out. Turn that whole top floor to a whole house. Hundred racks and one two bought the flood out. Okay. Money. Boys, I move to the live, It's the streets of talking sports talk show with a twist of hip hop. You back in the asylum with L Boogie, DB, Styles the God, ICE, and T Raw. Man, we've been talking about Kevin Garnett and his refusal and of his invite to retire. It's never in Minnesota. We've also been giving our takes. It's so much. You know, we got a whole week, man, to talk about the finale, the last episodes of 9 and 10. Give us your take, man. 515-605-9370. Street. DB. 
Gotta ask you this question though, before we go to before we go to a caller. I'm so I'm just very surprised at how uh, a guy like Ron Harper, but maybe because how Ron Harper maybe declined, he wasn't interviewed a lot because he was very intricate to those runs too, those last three. Uh, you know, instead of interviewing guys like Will Perdue and Bill Winnington, you know, but I guess you got to get those guys taste because they were like uh, getting beat up on. So I guess you got to get those taste because we know Ron Harper. He loved Michael Jordan. So uh, I just wonder, they only had one interview on, my, on, on Ronnie, and that was just to describe the sequence of the shot against the Cavs. Uh, I can answer that for you real quick, man. We can get uh, the caller on right now. That's very simple. You know why they didn't interview Harp like that? I'm surprised he got the one. For real, for real? Whoa. He couldn't talk. He did all that stuttering, man. He's been there all day trying to interview Harp. Man, nobody got all day to get no sentences out of him, man. Oh. <laughs> hey, man, later on in the week, man, I have a story about Ryan Harper and the reason why he was traded from the Cleveland Cavaliers, oh, man. It's man. a deep story, man. So, right. no further ado, man. Uh, all-time caller, all-time listener. Uh, Harv, you in the building, baby? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm here. I was. Uh, oh man. I had to. I had to. I had to write down some stuff because I'll be rambling too much, man. Getting too excited. So. <laughs> would you? Would you want me to talk we about? We appreciate you, all. <laughs> <laughs> love it. Uh, love it. Love listening to y'all, man. Oh man, we appreciate hey, you. I, I, we appreciate you, hard. Hey, hard. Real quick, man. Uh, I yep. know you got the stuff written down, but. Well, we know we was wondering why you why why Hart didn't get a lot of uh, interviews during the last dance. Can you give me your uh, intake on that one real quick? I mean, even though it's it's hilarious, I don't really want to uh, laugh at it. And I, I asked, obviously, did your take on that? I think that's true. Uh, okay. You know, he probably has some tough. Some, some, uh, you know, the speech impediment and stuff like that is right. probably why. But man, I tell you, when I see clips from Hart, like from the Last Dance, when he's talking to Michael and stuff like that, it's, man, he was talking pretty clearly. I know it was short right. sentences and, and right. things like that. Right. Not really uh, right. talking about, you know, talking full sentences and paragraphs and things like that. Right. But, yeah, I think I, I agree with you. <laughs> I think I, I would have been nice to, because we didn't realize how good. I think the one the one thing I take away from the from the last day is like I forgot about how good certain players were. That's the mm-hmm. one thing that catches me. Like absolutely, Ryan Harper defensively was unbelievable. Definitely, <laughs> and he transitioned like like uh, like Meeks was saying. Like when he was in Cleveland, he was a pure scorer. He didn't do nothing defensively, and just think about the transition from that his role at, with the Cavs. Yeah. You know, with the Bulls, he was just a lockdown defender, and a lot of people don't talk about because you know a lot of people don't know basketball, but yeah. a lot of people didn't talk about. They talk about Jordan and, and the scoring and stuff, the triangle, but what people don't understand is they locked you down defensively. I mean, they had Ron Harper, 
what, six seven, Jordan, yeah, six six, Scotty Pippen, six eight, Cool Coach, six ten, Robin, right. six eight. Where are you going? I mean, it was evident in uh, the Utah score? game. I think they scored like fifty point, fifty four points or something. Fifty four. Yeah. I forgot about that. And, yeah, and, so and, you're and right. just a little tidbit, like if this, if today all they do is run screen and roll, NBA don't nobody coach or anything like that. Ain't no strategy, no offense and stuff like that. James, did you imagine James Harden trying to score against the Bulls on screen and rolls every time? They switching everything. Absolutely. <laughs> you couldn't even yeah. score. You couldn't score. <laughs> and I think the, the other thing I took away from the series, man, is I just felt bad for some of the teams. You know, one of the biggest, you know, uh, criticisms of Michael Jordan, he didn't play against anybody in the finals, which is hilarious to me. I just laugh at that. But this right. thing about Reggie Miller, the Indiana Pacers were unbelievable, man. My God. <laughs> they were. That's a great were, point, I mean, Art. the Davis brothers, Smith, uh, Reggie, Chris Jack. Man. I mean, that left shrimp. Yeah. That, Chris you, you know why? They, I think they don't get Chris them enough pub is because they didn't win one. Like, if they'd have won one, you would be hearing Indiana, Indiana, Indiana. I, I, I mean, not, not to rent a rub, but. I agree with you, but the crazy part is when Jordan them left, Reggie got to the finals, and who did he face? <laughs> Shaq and Kobe. Like I feel sorry for Reggie. Like Reggie should have, didn't have a chance for rings. Yeah, man. right. He didn't have. So a, he didn't have a, didn't have a that's bar that's chance in hell. <laughs> yeah, he did. He did. They did. They did. I feel like, so I'm sorry bad. for them. And and I think the yeah. I think the last episode. I, did y'all read? I, I forgot that the Knicks were up 2-0 on the Bulls, though. Did anybody – like yeah. 2-0 in the series. And, and they came and, back and, and won four straight. That's, that's what I'm saying. Like, I just – it just – for me, the one, for that, people to talk about – Go ahead. That was a series. I think that – I, I forgot what series that was. I think that might have been – that might have been uh, – that? that's probably the year before he retired. Like ninety right. that's the one when um something like when, that. When, 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 when Oakley when Oakley said the reason why they lost is because you ain't kept shooting all the fadeaway jumpers. <laughs> it's not yeah, that, which that, is crazy yeah. to me. <laughs> right. He's the only scoring team though. for real. <laughs> that guy is the hardest player. He's a top fifty player. Like, come on, Oak. Right. You know, y'all had a good team, man. But but and and and, and, and the last thing about it they like I didn't realize how many close games the Bulls had. Like, I always had this picture of them running through people. But, man, those games were like nip and tuck, man. They was winning by one point, two points here. <laughs> and I was saying, hey, right. and, and I forgot about you. Remember when uh, Reggie hit that uh, that three to put them up on the Bulls and everybody's yeah. excited and they, and they switched to Larry Bird's face and Larry Bird had no emotion. <laughs> oh, oh my God! God. <laughs> I saw that. Right, right. <laughs> they got that guy. Nothing. He's just sitting there like, right. man, they got one second left. Damn! Right. <laughs> and right. then it rimmed out. This dude he shot a, oh, three, a, a double clutch three, and it rimmed out. Come on, man! I bet he didn't go in and out. I, I just the competition was so stiff at that time. I just, I mean, I, honestly, I forgot about the type of players that were in that era. And I want to switch. And the last time, I'm going to do two more points, Meeks. 
I know you talked okay. about Scottie Pippen, but Scottie Pippen said something in the series that was so true. He said it was a, basically a perfect storm for his career. He played for the greatest coach ever. He played for the he played with the best player ever, the best mm. rebounder ever. He, I mean, he played with one of the best European uh, players ever, the best GM ever. He even gave him credit because you got to look at the GM. Even though they messed up and broke that team up, mm-hmm. the moves that he made to sit that six years, those six championships, come on, man. I mm-hmm. mean, he's got to be one of the best GMs to ever do it. Well, when he said that, Harv, I, I, I swallowed. I took a big swallow. Like, oh, he said him? I, I didn't think he was going to say him, but he went, he gave him his props. So, I'm good you mentioned that today. And that, and that's, that, that tells me, man, like that, that respect there. You had to, but the, for them to – I think they got lost in the moment. Like, a lot of our stuff is like, you know, when, when people are debating now, you know, trying to bring up – I hate to bring up LeBron James at this point, but it's a lot of – like, Jalen Rose always said, it's a lot of recency history. Like, I understand, like, the, the, the generation now, you guys are looking at LeBron like, man, there can't be a player that was ever better than this guy. And the guys in their 40s, like myself, who've seen it up close and live and seen this whole, you know, dynasty, is like, Mm-hmm. Like, y'all just don't understand, and I get it. Right. So I, I kind of put myself in their shoes. I said, if I watched Michael Jordan in his prime, and you watched LeBron, you never seen Michael Jordan, then you probably going to think that way about LeBron James. And I get it. I understand it. But you can't take away Michael Jordan's history and what he did. The man right. won the six finals and won them all. It just doesn't happen. Right. Without a great coach, mm-hmm. without a great situation, without a great gym, it just can't all came together. And it's sad that they broke that team up, man. That's just it's just sad to think about. And as, as a Cavs fan who watched one championship in fifty two years, to break up a team that what that won six rigs, man, I don't know, it's Cleveland. I don't think the GM would have made it out of Cleveland if he did something like that at Cleveland. I'm sorry. <laughs> <Dreams>. <laughs> <laughs> Could y'all imagine the Browns winning six championships and the GM breaking up the team? Could y'all right. imagine that? Right. Shoot, Art Modell moved to Baltimore and he had death threats and they didn't win a damn thing, so imagine. <laughs> so he snuck up out here in the middle of the night. He still ain't in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> Cleveland, like, y'all oh, put him in the man. Hall of Fame. We're going to blow up the Hall of Fame. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> And, and the last, oh, thing, man. And the last two, the last thing I'm talking about is because y'all talk about like Jordan said, this dude said at his peak when he was averaging like 35 a game and won a championship, he said he he said his best years were the 96 and 97 like the, those in those last three championships because he switched his game. And talk about basketball IQ. Everybody want to you know talk about how like LeBron is like a savant and he's he got the next level. Just think about, just talk about Michael Jordan in his last years, who athleticism wasn't where it was, right? He switched right. his game Absolutely. totally to mid-range post moves and, and, and frequently getting to the basket and shooting the three consistently at like thirty-five percent. He said those were his best years because he was able to, you know, out outthink people. You know what I'm saying? Give them a little head fake. Give them this study, people. I'm sitting up here like, are you kidding me, Mike? 
Are you kidding? Dude, you was averaging 35 a game and winning championship. Man. And you talking about Man. the triangle years, the last three of his, his uh, championships was his base years ever playing. That was his peak. <laughs> man, that, that, that took me that took me to, uh that took me to another place. I'm like, man, this dude is crazy. He's unbelievable, man. You know when it comes down to um, it. And last but not least, hey, hey, Meeks, I, hey, DB and Style, y'all got to bring this up. I got to bring this up because why is there so much disrespect for Kobe Bryant's game? I just want to throw that out to y'all. I need an answer. Uh, I need an answer because uh, I was watching the Quiet Storm with Ron Artest, and I think uh, DB, with a Style that said. You know, Phil Jackson had to put all these different personalities together. That was me, yeah. Was that, mm-hmm. that, yeah. that was, was just, me, Boogie. Man, yeah. that's so true. That, that's what makes Phil Jackson. I know everybody want to talk about it. But think about it. This dude had Lamar Odom, Ron Artest, and Kobe Bryant on the same team. Right. And one championship. Why, why is there and so the much? Gen- Andrew Bynum. I'm gonna say this, and I, and I guess I'm I'm probably a, a, a Kobe stand, you know, like LeBron stands and stuff like that. Le, Le, Kobe Bryant to me is the second best player to ever play the game. That's me, in my heart. Do we realize that Kobe Bryant without Shaq almost repeated? Why nobody talk about that? I'm just curious. The man almost repeated and won back-to-back championships. Do we just forget about that? <laughs> Put some I don't hear anybody talking about thing. that. <laughs> so I'm gonna leave. I gotta hear y'all take on why this man is not being considered Mount Rushmore when he won back-to-back championships without Shaquille O'Neal. And I'm gonna leave. I'm gonna leave it at that. I just want. I want. I want some. I want to hear you guys talk about that a little bit. Tell me what I'm missing. We appreciate the call, Har. We about to uh, put you back on the, you know what I'm saying, in the queue. But, uh, uh, DB, you want to get your take first before we go to break? Yeah, I got to hear uh, that. I'm, I'm going <laughs> to get mine real quick, you know. Uh, and this is – this might not be in fairness to Kobe. But for the first part of the answer, it's like – Hard, but it's like I, I think that already, and and I don't take from his game, because to still be able to do it at the level he did it, he gets a lot of credit for it. But it's like I think that already in Mike, so I, I'm thinking that's why he really he's not really in that conversation like like that. You know what I'm saying? I, I mean, I think that already. I mean, I'm talking about prototype Michael Jordan down to the. Chewing of the gum down to the walking on the court down to the I mean, he even talked like George. You know, mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. so 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 that I'm 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 a Well, I tell you this. I'ma tell you why the reason. The reason the reason I got my to my earth wind and fire, my fault. But I'm gonna tell you why, Harv, and it's and it's and it's off the court. Remember what Kobe Bryant did in the state that you're living in right now. So Kobe Bryant is still being reprimanded off the court for what he did. 
They're not going to give him the whole snippet. Remember, some people, when Kobe Bryant passed away, people like Lisa Leslie, they really still were complaining or not complaining but have negative conversation about Kobe and what he did up in Colorado. I think that tarnishes his legacy. I think that's why Mm. Kobe Bryant isn't in the conversation. And also how he did it. Kobe Bryant was not liked by many, loved by whole. And because he his 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 uh what I should call it his um ah, what's the word I'm looking for, D B. His persona was like was man, I'm that it. guy. I'm the persona. <laughs> I shot air balls and I'm still that guy and it ain't nothing you can do about it. I just think him being more so of a gunner, he made he missed more than he made. His field goal percentage showed it. But at the end of the day, in that fourth quarter, when you needed a bucket, you do get Kobe Bryant, so I do respect that. But, Harv, I think that's why Kobe is not being uh, talked about as much because of that situation that happened mm. in Colorado. Wow. It's the streets. When we get back. Let's see if we got some more callers calling in. Then we got the you big dummy of the day. It's the streets. Tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a whole lot of friends. We appreciate that call, Harv, and the question. Let's go. Who turned up? Virgil got a paddock on my wrist going nuts. Niggas caught me slipping once. Okay, so what? Someone hit your block up. I tell you if it was us. Man, a house in Rosewood, this shit too plush. Say my day's a number, but I keep waking up. No, you see my text, baby, please say something. Wine by the glass, your man, a cheapskate, huh? Niggas gotta move off my release day, huh? Bitch, this is fame, not clout. I don't even know what that's about, watch your mouth. Baby, got an ego twice the size of the crib. I can never tell a shit it is what it is. Said what I had to and did what I did. Never turn my back on FBG, God forbid. Virgil got a paddock on my wrist, doing front flips. Giving you my number, but don't hit me on no dumb shit. Working on the weekend like usual. Way off in the deep end like usual. Niggas swear they passed us, they doing too much. Haven't done my taxes, I'm too turned up. Virgil got a paddock on my wrist, going nuts. Niggas caught me slipping once, okay, so what? Someone hit your block up, i tell you if it was us. Man, a house in Rosewood, this shit too plush. It's cool, man. Got red bottoms on. Life is good. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, uh, dollars for the cheapest ring on the nigga finger, little bitch. Ooh. I done flew one out to Spain to be in my domain and automotive, bitch. Ooh. Dropped $3 on the rain, cause it's been the truck, little bitch. Ooh. I was in the trap serving cocaine, they ain't been the same fence. Ooh. Granted, she was standing right there while I catch a play on the brick. Ooh. I made them little niggas go hey while Taliban in this bitch. Ooh. I done been down bad in them trenches, had to ride with that stick. Ooh. Who gave you pills? Who gave that dust? Pluto Central and lick. Too many convicts that rolled me to play in this shit. Ground about nonsense, get old, so I'm spreading this bitch. Ooh, they had the counter light lighting it up, nigga, hand it back to get it. Ooh, I'm on a PJ lining it up, backwood full of sticky. Ooh, I'm trying to tote that Drake on London and then it's extended. Ooh, they got a stretcher, nigga, how we gon' die for this shit? Ooh, yeah, I ride for my niggas, I lie to my bitch. Ooh, 
We some poor high class niggas made it, we rich, yeah. I was at the band door, got a penthouse for a closet. Ooh, it's like a shadow. Lay on my neck, my wrist, ooh. I got pink toes that talk different languages. Ooh, got promethazine in my blood and percocet. Hundred thousand for the cheapest ring on the nigga finger, little bitch. Ooh, I done flew one out to Spain to be in my domain and automotive bitch. Ooh, dropped three dollars on the rain, cause been a truck, little bitch. Ooh, I was in the trap, serving cocaine, ain't been the same since. That's by the time I call him Serena. I go tremendo for new fettuccine. All fat though, carry the pinky. All fat though, we order the Fiji. I'm in the loop with the voo. I'm in the loop with the woo. Which one you working? I put your face to the news. I put the puss on the shirt. After I murked it, make him go shoot up the hearse. Cost me a quarter bird. Niggas birthday and you a maniac. I'm fucking alien. How you spurging? Got that kitty cat. I'm having fun with that. Going Birkin. Hundred thousand for the cheapest ring on the nigga finger, little bitch. Ooh. I done flew one out to Spain to be in my domain and automotive bitch. Ooh. Dropped three dollars on the ring, cause been the truck, little bitch. Ooh. I was in the trap serving cocaine, they ain't been the same since. Hundred thousand for the cheapest ring on the nigga finger, little bitch. Hundred thousand on the cheapest ring on the nigga finger, little bitch. Yeah. It's the streets of talk, a sports talk show with a twist of hip hop. We've come to that time of the show. You big dummy of the day. Man, we got so much to talk about tomorrow regarding this last dance. We still got a lot on the marquee, but, man, what a heck of a show. We appreciate you calling in, hard. Great question. DB. Boogie. Who you got as your big dummy of the day, man? Oh, man. Here we go. A woman was taken to the <laughs> a woman was taken to the morgue and pronounced dead after a car crash. The only problem, she wasn't dead. According to the BBC, the unnamed woman woke up in a mortuary fridge after a car pileup. The woman was discovered by a morgue worker, according to the news service, and she is now recovering in a hospital. The woman's family declined to comment on the incident, but said, we need answers. So, to the paramedics, to whoever, however that situation went, I don't know if they're just putting everybody in the COVID-19 state and and, and writing everybody off, but to make light of a a very serious situation, y'all need to get it together, man. So, I got to give you the big dummy of the day. <laughs> you big dummy, you big dummy, you big dummy, you big cold-blooded dummy, you big dummy. See what you did? Oh. <laughs> See what wow. you did? Oh. <laughs> oh my goodness, man, that's crazy, DP. They just you trying to write off everybody. Me. Man, everybody, man, damn, man, give me a chance, give me a fighting chance, give me a fighting chance, please, punch me in the chest, do something, man, damn, you crazy, man, I wish we could have got Harv take, it's frizzy, I wish we could have got Harv take on the Kevin Garnett jersey retiring, uh, but we'll yeah. we'll we'll yeah, see he's probably probably a kite. Yeah, yeah. Man, we'll get. Oh, we'll ask that question when, you, when we get you back. No doubt. 
Yeah, man, we appreciate you all. You always bring the fire, man. You always bring the fire. We appreciate you, man. Appreciate it. Man, it's that time, DP. Parking meter running out. Time to start up the lag. Any shout outs before we get out of here? Yeah, I'm going to shout out uh, our caller. All the callers. Good good call, Hard. We appreciate it. Uh, shout out all the listeners, man. All the callers that couldn't get in today. You know, we running a little behind, man. We be, we hot. We hot now. We hot. We appreciate you. <laughs> we, we hot. We appreciate you. Have a no. I see you out there, bro. Big Dog, Al Morton. We appreciate you. Young Cole. All the listeners, man. Everybody. All of the, the sponsors who help us out, who, who, who put us through this. I really, really genuinely appreciate it. The Dream Team. STG, ICE, T Row, L Boogie, Collinwood Cobras, all the essential workers. Picture is rolling. Oh, man. I want to give a shout out to everybody that listens to the show. Once again, to all the graduates who's, who's ever graduating in something in 2020. I just want to give you a shout out. I know you can't walk that stage. But picture yourself walking that stage because you've accomplished something that a lot of people try to do and don't do. So I want to give a shout out to everybody who's graduating in 2020 during this time of year. I also want to give a shout out to all the essential workers. Man, you're doing a lot. You're doing a lot during this yes, time. Sir. And all my fellow, yes, um, you know, I'm a, I'm a school teacher as well. So I want to give a shout out to all my school teachers out there who listened to the show, who took their time while they was writing up lesson plans. You know what I mean? Damn, did I just drive snitch? No, I'm just playing. But I just want to give out a <laughs> shout out to all the teachers who's listening, uh, who works with me. Man, I appreciate you. No doubt. No doubt. Man, to the dream team, Styles of God, DB. I-C-E-T, Row, we appreciate you. And world, as always, keep inspiring me and tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a whole lot of friends. We back in the air Salem tomorrow, 12 p.m. Eastern time. Give us a call, 515-605-9370. And also catch us on the podcast blogtalkradio.com backslash Sleepers Talking and all the callers if you want to hear yourself on the show go back and listen it's there for you Category Sports you got to go to Category Sports and then you'll find us with the logo the street let's go y'all ready for me picture me rolling roll call you know some motherfuckers out there I just could not forget about I want to make sure they can see Number one on my list, Clinton Correctional Facilities. All you bitch ass, Can you niggas see me from there? Balling on y'all punk ass. <laughs> Picture me rolling, baby. Yeah. All the niggas up in them cell blocks. I told y'all niggas when I come home or something. <laughs> That's right, nigga. Picture me rolling. Oh, I forgot. Yeah, that bitch had a lot to talk about, of course. Can the hoe see me from here? Can you see me, huh? Picture me rubbing. And all you punk police, can you see me? Am I clear to you? 
know I got my niggas up in this motherfucker. Manu, Pain, Sai, Mogo, Mogrin. Sad dog, what's up? Can you picture us rolling? Can you see me on? <laughs> Is y'all ready for me? We about this bitch. Anytime y'all want to see me again, rewind this track right here. Close your eyes. And picture me rolling. The streets. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.